Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Rossum to the Rescue, my podcast about the secrets to avoiding everyday dangers and worst-case catastrophes. I'm Jeff Rossum. You may know me from NBC News' Today Show. I have a segment called Rossum Reports. My new book, Rossum to the Rescue, is out now, and I hope you check it out. A lot of great money-saving tips in there and also how to save your life. I'm here with my co-host, Kara Rota. Hey, Kara. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Great. All right. So you'll remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about what pitfalls to avoid when you go on vacation. Right. And one of the things that we didn't talk about is how awful planning a vacation can be. The worst. Where should you go? Where should you stay? How yeah, should you get there? Exactly. And, and and even once you figure all that out, there are even more questions, right? Like my wife and I were always torn between doing an all-inclusive vacation where you get as much food as you want, as many daiquiris as you want, if, you, if daiquiris are your thing, and just doing the normal pay-as-you-go. I've always wondered about that because the all-inclusive seems like such a breeze to just not worry about it. But is it really a better deal? Yeah, this is this is why I love my job because I just literally wonder it. But who in the world has the resources or the money or the time to take two shadow vacations and figure out, hey, which one is cheaper? Except me and my team. So my producer, Lindsay, and I went to investigate this. We booked two identical vacations at the same place. I did the pay-as-you-go option. She did the all-inclusive. And we decided to test it out. So what did you do? All right. So we ordered all the same food. We ordered all the same drinks. We did all the same activities. We drank margaritas. We hit the breakfast buffet. We went kayaking and snorkeling. Very tough day at the office. (laughs) And when we were done with each activity, I got a bill. And she just got to sit there smiling. See, that's the psychological boost. I think everything tastes better when it's free. But yeah. who ended up getting the better deal? And you feel like it is free because I'm sitting there pull, you know, pulling out my, my room key and my room room charge every single time. So at the end of the three days, we got our bills. Whose do you think was cheaper? I really hope it was yours after all the of this having go? to. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lindsay's was just shy of $2,000. It was $1,996.80 to be exact. And what was yours? Mine was $1,621.20. So my trip was $375 cheaper than Lindsay's. And let me just say, I, we did not try to pinch pennies on this trip. I was stuffed the whole time, took advantage of the swim up bar, the whole nine yards. But at the end of the day, my trip was almost $400 cheaper. So it might have felt expensive to pay as you went, but that would really add up if you were going on a trip with your whole family. Right. How often are you going just on a trip by yourself? Probably not. If I had been taking this trip with my wife, we would have saved $750 for the two of us to go. And vacations aren't the only place you can end up overpaying like that. This stuff can really add up in your day-to-day life if you're not careful as well. Like how else? Like how you start your morning. How do you start your morning every morning? I usually drink a cup of coffee. Yeah, so when you're not on vacation, uh, when I'm on vacation and when I'm not on vacation, I start with a cup of coffee. We will pay $3 for a cup of coffee without even thinking about it, right? I'll pay 5 I'm I'm in New York. <laughs> Girl needs your coffee. Uh, it's just a few bucks. You need to start your morning. It's part of your routine. But that routine costs more than you realize. The average American spends $1,000 a year 
on coffee. That's awful. Yeah. But so many people rely on it as part of the routine. And how can you break that habit if the you first, need a good cup of coffee? Yeah, the first thing to do is to change your mindset of what you think of as good coffee. Because guess what? Most people can't tell the difference between a fancy coffee and the kind that they sell for a buck at your corner deli. I did an experiment. I set up a stand with two different types of coffee. One was the so-called gourmet blend they serve in a fancy shop and charge you 3 or $4. The other was just deli coffee. And I had people taste both and pick which one they liked best. And was there a winner? There was. 67% of people picked the cheap deli coffee. Wow. And I'm sure that's applicable to more than just coffee. I'm sure it definitely happens with wine. Yeah. In the book, we did another test and we looked at chocolate. Take a listen. I head back to the mall and bring two different brands of chocolate. Generic milk chocolate that costs 16 cents a piece and gourmet milk chocolate that's five times more expensive, 81 cents a piece. This time, I actually blindfold the contestants. We have them try the cheap stuff and the fancy stuff. We give them crackers and water as a palate cleanser. I'm not an animal. It's like creamier, says one woman about the fancy chocolate. It's creamier, says another woman about the cheap chocolate. One says that the cheap chocolate just has a little more flavor to it. The results? About 50-50. Nearly half said they like the cheaper chocolate better. And it turns out there's a reason. It's got more sugar. It's sweeter, says chocolate expert Liz Gutman, referring to the cheaper stuff. Aside, I love that there are chocolate experts. How do I get that job? That's what people are used to, she says. That's what they grew up eating. She says that it's true that expensive chocolates have finer ingredients and more cocoa. But just like with coffee, if your taste buds can't tell the difference, why fork over the extra dough? We'll be back with more tips right after the break. So we were talking before the break about how it's not always worth it to pay for something that seems better. Because a lot of the time, you might not be able to tell the difference and you end up overpaying. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of this has to do with the way products are being marketed to us, right? This is what marketing is all about. You'd rather have your gourmet special coffee instead of just a plain regular one. Of course. Right. There's one area of this marketing that's really egregious, though. Very hard to notice. And it's actually pretty sexist. Have you heard of the pink tax? I actually have. And I've been buying men's razors for years because of exactly this point. But I'm so glad that you brought it up because it's really infuriating and really important. And for listeners who might not know, can you explain what it is? I'm really impressed that that you do that. I'm really impressed you knew what it was. So most people don't. Um, The first thing you need to know is that in the drugstore and the supermarket, they have separate sections for men's and women's toiletries, right? You know, deodorant, shaving cream, shampoo, stuff like that. Of course. Uh, Those products are separate. You're not seeing their prices side by side. I'm not seeing, the, you know, Company A's deodorant made for men right next to Company A's deodorant made for women for a reason. And that's because they are marketing to us differently and charging us different prices. Women's products are more expensive than men's generally, and that is why they call it the pink tax. So besides razors, which I obviously knew about, what other products does this impact? As I mentioned deodorant, right? We picked up the same deodorant from the same brand. The only difference... That one was for women. The other was for men. And what do you think happened? The women's deodorant is more expensive. You're a quick study. 
Only by $0.10, by the way, in that case, but it's not just deodorant. It's also shampoo. The women's shampoo cost almost a whole dollar more despite having the same active ingredients. And this is stuff that we have to buy regularly all the time. How do companies get away with doing that? Good question. We reached out to a retail expert, and she told us the brands know that women will pay more to look and feel good. I guess... Us men were just rolling around in pig pens. Uh, So they target products specifically to women and know they'll end up buying them. It's really crazy. And this happens outside of the drugstore too, right? Yeah, we went to the dry cleaners too because my wife is always getting this really high, you know, her shirts always cost more than mine. And I'm like, what is the deal? Is that just our cleaners? Is that happening everywhere? That's not really fair. It turns out it costs twice as much to clean a woman's shirt versus a men's. Experts say when you crunch the numbers and do the math, women are paying nearly $1,400 more a year just by buying these products that are marketed to them. So save your money. So it sounds like you don't always get what you pay for, but luckily there are lots of tricks that you can try to do better. Yeah, and and you are following the expert's advice, which is for women, buy the men's deodorant, buy, buy the men's shampoos, buy the men's razors, the men's shaving cream. It works the same for a woman. It's the same active ingredients. You can even hold the bottles next to each other for the women's and the men's version. If they have the same active ingredients... What's the harm? So hope that helps. And I really appreciate all of you listening out there. Let us know what you think about the show. We always love the feedback. You can leave a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And be sure to check out Rossum to the Rescue in bookstores now and online for more of my best secrets and tricks. All right. This is our last episode of the miniseries podcast, Ross and to the Rescue. It's been really fun helping Jeff share all of his tips and tricks with you, but now he's off to keep researching and reporting on the Today Show so you can keep up with Jeff's investigations there. And of course, you should check out Jeff's book for more secrets to avoiding scams, everyday dangers, and major catastrophes at any bookstore, Ross and to the Rescue. Thanks so much for listening. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.